That's right, we do it for you on 702 at 26 minutes to 10 o'clock in the studio with me, Mr. Nelson Mandela, <laughs> ANC president, taking your questions live and answering your questions as honestly as he can. Wasn't it a hasty decision to impose a state of emergency in Natal now that the full complement of troops is still going to be deployed is not yet in place and anyway between thursday uh the date of uh, the implementation of the emergency and today just up to two hours ago at least 88 people uh, had died violently in natal now isn't this uh, a contradiction in terms is, is, isn't the emergency actually defeating itself that is not uh, the result of the declaration of the state of emergency there are some forces who want to destabilize the elections to prevent them taking place on the 27th. And uh, their response has been uh, to be on the rampage in so far as violence is concerned. Uh, now, but uh, the real judgment must come when we say that we have now mobilized every force which we think is required in order to deal with the question of violence and if at that stage we are unable to bring about results which will ensure free political activity and the end of violence it will be time enough to criticize us but the position john is that this is a combination of uh, political and security initiatives. The National Party says the ANC owned up publicly to 16 SACP members on its election lists. But in reality, there are 25 SACP members in the top 50 positions of the national I mean of the African National Congress. What do you have to say there? I don't think you should attach any importance to what the National Party uh, says. <clears throat> uh, they have very little respect for truth. And uh, it's mere politicking. When we discuss uh, with the National Party, they speak a language totally different from what they say in public. I think it is proper for me to disclose that uh, I have discussed this question with Mr. DeClerc. In particular, I have uh, indicated, spelt out to him, the contribution made by Joe Slovo, both on the National Executive Committee of the ANC and in the multi-party forum. And his reply was, it seems to me that Joe is no longer a communist because he has seen that the man has made a contribution which in some respect stands head and shoulders above others. He has made this statement to me twice. That is Mr. De Klerk. That is Mr. De Klerk. He can never deny that. Secondly, when uh, Chris Arne was assassinated, he made a complimentary statement as to the role that was played 
from the president of the ANC, Mr. Nelson Mandela, taking your calls on 8830702. Talk at nine with me in the studio, John Quellani. Straight to the lines we go, Andrew in Runbeg. Good evening. Hi, good evening. Mr. Mandela, I just have a question. Hello? Yes. Um, in the recent um, polls that have been held by the Sunday Times, the National Party have gained a lot of the ANC support. I would just like to know how you would react if the National Party were to actually win this election. How would you react to that and how would you tell your supporters to react to it? If the ANC didn't win it. Well, you are now talking about an elephant and a mouse. Mm -hmm. The National Party is a mouse. Mm -hmm. And uh, if it, in the course of its feeding, it puts on weight, it still remains a mouse. Mm -hmm. And uh, the the, uh, elephant remains an elephant. Mm -hmm. Of mice and men, come back, Ernest Hemingway, all is forgiven. In the meantime, we go to Elan's Drift and say good evening to Conrad. Hi, I would just like to ask a question about uh, voter intimidation. Uh, When I listen to the ANC leaders, uh, I want to vote for them. When I listen to their followers, I want to pack my bags. Um, uh, As far as the voter intimidation is concerned, um, when are the tolerant attitudes of the leaders going to reflect in the actions of their followers? Thank you. Well, <clears throat> this is a problem because uh, our appeal for political tolerance sometimes falls on deaf ears. And uh, it's a problem which uh, we are trying to sort out. <clears throat> I have sent a letter to all our regions which I showed to Mr. de Klerk, in which I appeal to all our regions to call a meeting of the General Council of all branches and uh, to urge them to exercise political tolerance. <clears throat> but you must remember, uh, my friend, that uh, this intimidation does not only come from the ANC, It comes from the National Party as well. I address a meeting in retreat. And after the meeting, I heard that the members of the National Party went there and threw stones at us. But of course, the members of the National Party are always so small and our crowd so big that I was not aware of it until I was told after the meeting. The same happened in Monenberg. They stoned our cars, members of the National Party. And uh, then their dirty pro- their propaganda of dirty tricks, they have not been able <clears throat> to outlive uh, that legacy of dirty tricks. They have, for example, issued a publication in which they say that uh, the African National Congress believe in the slogan, kill a colored kill a bull. So what they are doing is to fight this election on pure racism. And this has angered many of our people. Nevertheless, that is no excuse for breaking up meetings of the National Party. They must have the opportunity to put their point of view.
because in fact they have no policy except just to repeat what uh, we are doing. Uh, <clears throat> I think just to finish off this question, to show the poverty in the leadership of the National Party, they have copied <clears throat> almost every slogan that we have adopted. We adopted the slogan, a better life for all. Subsequently, they adopted it. We adopted the slogan, now is the time. They have now adopted it. And uh, there are other examples which you can quote where they merely copy what we have initiated. That is the type of party that we are dealing with. No vision. Composed of weaklings who cannot take any decisive action on any question. Who are being defined by the right, defied by the right wing and other elements. That is the type of government we are dealing with. And therefore, it's difficult to control our people because of the type of things the National Party itself is doing. Nevertheless, I must repeat that it is no excuse for our people showing political intolerance towards other political parties. It is unacceptable. And we're trying to deal with the situation. But you must appreciate that it's not an easy thing to do. Pamela in Lone Hill. I'm very honoured to be able to speak to Dr. Mandela. My question... Thank you. Does the ANC propose to impose any sort of hike in property taxes? And if so, what about the thousands of people, mainly young, who are struggling to keep their homes, i.e. to pay their bonds as it is? Well, the principle in every part of the world is that uh, every citizen should pay a fair tax. And that will be our principle if and when we form a government. But of course, it is necessary on questions of this nature if uh, you are going to have a well-structured tax system uh, to appoint a committee of specialists, not necessarily inclined towards the ANC, competence and qualifications should be the merit. They will then, as uh, Judge Mago did, uh, they will go into the whole question of the exist existing taxation structure and recommend to us a structure, a tax structure, which uh, we'll have to examine. If that tax structure is fair and acceptable, who will accept it? But uh, if uh, that tax structure uh, does not satisfy it, then, of course, uh, we will uh, review the matter. But uh, that is our approach to the question of a tax, uh, of the tax system. A very interesting question. Pamela in Lone Hill, thank you very much. A very interesting question from Sean in Yeovil. Good evening, Sean. Good evening, Mr. Mandela. My question is, would, would the ANC legalize the trade in Dhaka? Because many people in the mountains of Lesotho, Venda, Swaziland, make their living by growing Dhaka for the Dhaka trade. Um, if it is legalized, it will... It, it, it will affect them a very 
very negatively. How is the ANC going to handle this problem? Uh, with due respect to you, Sean, uh, could there be a personal reason uh, behind <laughs> the question as all, well? Not at all, not at all. Okay, thanks. Well, let me confess <clears throat> that uh, we have not uh, discussed this matter uh, in the ANC. And it might well be that views will be very divergent. Speaking as an individual, I wouldn't recommend uh, the legalization of Dach because of its harmful effects uh, on uh, the health of the nation. And, uh, but uh, this is a matter that would have to be discussed uh, by the organization or by the new government of national unity. And I'll make my contribution there. And uh, at the present moment, we have no policy on the matter. Your opponents in the soccer party seem to be, and they are contesting the same election and for the same number of seats as you as you are, seem to be of the opinion that uh, it should be legalized, Akil. Well, uh, <clears throat> I have noted that. But um, uh, one would like her to hear the motivation because uh, we must be open-minded in dealing with these questions. One uh, should not bring uh, to a discussion a closed mind. And if uh, there are advance uh, reasons which I think are <coughs> very important to justify the legalization of Dacha, I will consider that very seriously. But for the time being, I can see no reason that has been advanced uh, to take uh, that uh, far-reaching step. My gut reaction is one of uh, extreme opposition to the suggestion. Let's go quickly to Soweto Zola. So I need to know ANC's foreign policy as regards immigrants that are coming mm-hmm. okay. to South Africa and turning our cities into slums. Uh-huh. A question about the ANC's foreign policy regarding immigrants who, as he put it, are turning our cities into slums. Firstly, the foreign policy of the ANC is based on the attitude of a country towards uh, South Africa. Uh, Those countries which have supported our struggle during the most uh, difficult years the tendency will be to look sympathetically towards the immigrants from those countries, especially those who can be identified as having made a contribution in the course of our struggle. We must also bear in mind that um, it may be unfair to accuse immigrants of turning our country into slums. Uh, Slums are created in this country because of the policy of the existing government. Uh, They are concentrating on serving the interests of a tiny minority.
and uh, the questions of corruption on the part of the government in which uh, senior state officials have embezzled millions, billions of rands. The question of inefficiency, the covert operations like the 8 million which was given by the National Party, by the government, to the Inkata Freedom Party. And the question of the duplication of services. All these have uh, forced many of our people to live below the breadline. So the blame is not so much on immigrants as the policy of the country. A government of national unity which is committed to democratic values will try to address uh, the basic needs of all people in this country, both uh, citizens and uh, immigrants who have come in here illegally. And I think, therefore, the perception that uh, the immigrants are turning our country into slums uh, will be gradually removed. But there are hundreds of uh, immigrants from North African countries who are here in South Africa, as well as from Mozambique, those fleeing, for example, uh, Renamo's uh, uh, war uh, with, with, with the government of Mozambique. And they, they, they don't even have the necessary uh, IDs to enable them to secure jobs and, and uh, perhaps even decent uh, living, uh, living standards, decent shelter. Those those are there, and they, they really did not come here with That's passports. a different category altogether. Negotiations are going on now between the Mozambican government and this country to repatriate all the refugees from Mozambique. That particular question will be dealt with in that way of negotiating for repatriation of refugees. I was talking about people who came here with a license, with permission, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, who are in South Africa legally. Mm. That's what I was talking about. Mm. But refugees will have to negotiate with the government from which, with the country from which they come. Mm-hmm. <coughs> That's the ANC leader, mm. Nelson Mandela.